You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. by Home Advisor. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And what are you working on this almost spring day? I think spring's officially about a week away now. If you've got a project planned, we're here to help you take the right steps to get that done. But help yourself first. Pick up the phone and give us a call at 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Coming up on today's show, you know, we spend more money heating and cooling our homes than just about any other expense. But now there's a new system on the market that provides heating, central AC, and hot water at over four times the efficiency of any furnace on the market. We're going to have those details in just a bit. Plus, there's a new light switch out by GE that we're going to tell you about. It has the ability to make any bulb in your house smart with lots of very cool features. We're going to have a review in just a bit. And hardwood floors are one of the most desirable floors around for both durability and the value that they can add to a house. But the finishes do wear and need to be replaced. And that could be a big project that might best be left to a pro. We'll have tips on how to get that project done in today's pro project just ahead. Plus, if you're ready to take on some serious spring cleaning, we're ready to offer some serious help. We've got a Greenworks 1800 PSI pressure washer worth 169 bucks going out to one caller drawn at random. And believe me, whoever wins this is going to be spring cleaning their house up the block everywhere they go. Pressure washers. Such a fun chore. You can't stop. It's such a fun tool. That's right. So if you'd like to win it, you got to be in it by picking up the phone and calling us with your home improvement question at one eight 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 Money Pit. Let's get to it. Leslie, who's first? Dreama in West Virginia is on the line and could be dealing with a structural issue. Tell us what's going on at your Money Pit. Um, yes, I purchased a house about 13 years ago, and the house is approximately 30 years old. And all of a sudden, last year, I, in the load-bearing center wall, I started getting a crack. And now within a year, that crack has gapped approximately a half an inch wide. And it's also, I noticed, another room has a crack now. So I had a um, local handyman look at it, and he suggested that I put in three uh, piers, columns, to support the center wall. And I guess my question is, I haven't had an official large construction company look at it yet. I'm getting ready to do that. But I wanted to educate myself a little bit more. What would you all suggest? How long have you been in this house? 13 years. And this is new? Just started about a year ago. So here's the thing. If you if you call a contractor, you're going to get a contractor solution, which is to hire them to do something. What I would suggest you do first is to get an independent expert opinion, not necessarily an opinion from a contractor. So your options on that are, are two. 
Um, one is low cost. One, I would say, is moderate cost. The low cost option would be to find a local professional home inspector. You can go to the website for the American Society of Home Inspectors. That's at ASHI.org, A-S-H-I.org. And okay. you can put in your zip code. They'll shoot back a list of certified professional home inspectors in your area. You can call through that list, find somebody that's experienced, and have them look at it because they're just there to find out what's going on and what caused it and uh, and what's going to take to fix it. The second way to go, which is the moderate cost, is to actually hire a structural engineer. Now, why may you want to do that, Dreama? Well, you might want to do that if this is a fairly obvious problem. You want to certainly preserve the value of your house. And if you have a structural right. engineer look at it and write a report as to what's going on and what it's going to take to fix it, and then you actually give that report to a contractor and say, this is what I want you to do, and then you have the engineer sort of recertify that it was done correctly. It's kind of having like having a pedigree that the repair is uh, is done correctly and it can kind of sell with your house, so to speak. Problem with contractors is that they're not structural engineers. They're just handy guys, and they think that they have the expertise to fix stuff like this, and they just don't. They don't have the schooling. They don't have the education. They don't have the training. And so you know, that's not necessarily the best way to go about dealing with a situation like this. I am a little concerned that it happened over this past year because it sounds like it's active, and we want to get to the bottom of, of why it's active and why it's showing up all of a sudden. Well, someone had mentioned that it's a possibility we've had a lot of uh, dry, dry, several dry summers, and because that, that could cause a settling in the foundation. Is that possible? I've never heard of that before. Um, no, I mean, there are some uh, expansive soils that behave differently when they dry out a lot. But listen, there's going to be a lot of opinions. Every neighbor you ask is going to have a different one. What we're trying to do is move you towards an expert opinion so you really know what you're dealing with. So as I said, contact a professional home inspector or a structural engineer. Get the assessment. It's well worth it. You know, our home is a big investment. We want to make sure it's protected, okay? I hadn't thought of a home inspector. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Dreamer. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Bill in Texas is on the line and needs some help with a lightning rod. Tell us what's going on. I would like to get your recommendation with regard to lightning protection. I would like uh, for you to tell me what you recommend with regard to the best protection for lightning. Well, I mean, installing a lightning rod system makes a lot of sense. And the key, though, is the installation has to be done correctly, because if it's not, it could actually sometimes cause more damage uh, than it can prevent. One of the common mistakes is that when the lightning rods are installed, and typically in the average roof is going to have three of them, that the cable that connects them to the ground source, you have to make sure that they run that cable across the roof and then down the side of your house, nowhere near any other copper wiring or copper plumbing. So you would want to keep it, for example, if you had plumbing running through the same wall, you want to keep it away from that. And the reason you're doing that is because if you get a lightning strike, it can run down the ground wire on its way to uh, safety where it dis- dissipates into the soil, but it will transfer or jump across to the plumbing system in the house and electrify that. So that's just one part of the system. You also have to take a look at your electrical panel and make that sure that that's surge protected. But a combination of those systems makes a lot of sense, Bill, if you're in an area that's really prone to lightning. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. 
You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Hey, what's on your to-do list? Give us a call now and we can give you a hand at 888-MONEY-PIT, presented by HomeAdvisor, where it's easy to find top-rated local home improvement pros for any home project. Go to homeadvisor.com. And just ahead, we spent more money heating and cooling our homes than just about any other expense. Now, however, there's a new system on the market that provides heating, central air conditioning, and hot water at over four times the efficiency of any other furnace. We'll have those details after this. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get sucked with allergens too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. The Money Pit is presented by HomeAdvisor.com. Whether it's minor repairs or major remodels, leave it to HomeAdvisor to do the work. Check out HomeAdvisor.com. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. What are you working on? Give us a call right now. Let's talk about that project at 188 Money Pit, presented by Home Advisor, the fast and easy way to find the right pro for any kind of home project, whether it's a small repair or a major remodel. And if you're planning to take on some spring cleaning soon, we can also help you with that because this hour we're giving away the Greenworks 1800 PSI electric pressure washer, which is worth 169 bucks to one lucky caller. I took a look at this product and I tell you, it's really good. You've got a 13 amp motor that gives you over a gallon of water a minute. That's a lot of cleaning power. And some of my favorite features include the fact that it's got five different quick connect nozzles, including the turbo nozzle. Now, I've got this turbo nozzle, and I'm telling you, it's like, you know, you just choose one that does it all. That, right. That's, that's this. your I go-to? Mean, it's, that's my go-to. And it covers a whole bunch of different cleaning projects around the house. And I like that they all store on board. That means that you're not going to be hunting around drawers or cabinets looking for these things. They all attach right to the pressure washer itself, along with the power cord and the spray tips. It keeps it all there within easy reach. So that product's worth 169 bucks. It's available at your local Lowe's Home Improvement Store. But going out to one caller, if that's you, give us a call right now. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT. If we pick your name out of the Money Pit hard hat, you'll take home that Greenworks 1800 PSI electric pressure washer. Barry in North Carolina is on the line and looking for some help with a sunroom. Tell us what you're working on. Well, we've got a 12 by 15 uh, sunroom, and it's just 
it gets cold and it gets hot. Um, mm-hmm. It's double pane glass insulated, and it's about two inches thick for the um, the bottom part. But it's like all metal, all aluminum, and it's just cold and hot. And I just want to know, and it is ducted. There's air duct out there. And okay. Is there anything I can do to make it warmer in the winter and cooler in the summer? Well, what's going on here, Barry, is you are not putting enough cool air or warm air in that space to deal with the heat loss that's going on. So I presume now this you, what you did is extended your HVAC system into this space. Is that how it's ducted? We yes. say it's ducted? All right. And this is typical. The, the HVAC system is not sized correctly for that area and for the heat loss in that area and for the heat gain in the summer. This is a perfect scenario, though, for you to add a kind of system called a mini-split ductless. Mini-split ductless is basically three pieces. You have an indoor unit that hangs on the wall. You have an outdoor unit that's a very small, very quiet, very efficient compressor. And you have copper tubing that connects the two. And you would buy one that's just big enough for this sunroom. And what it would do is supplement the central heat or cold air that's coming through the duct systems and balance it out. It can have its own thermostat. It can uh, supply warm air in the winter and cold air in the summer and make that room totally comfortable. There's little else that you can do to insulate the structure. It's just a very cold structure by its very nature, a sunroom. But a mini-split ductless is a good product to install to balance this out. You might want to take a look at this website, constantcomfort.com. That's the website for the Fujitsu company. I personally have mm-hmm. a Fujitsu mini-split ductless in my office because the room, just like you say, it's too hot in the summer, too cold in the winter, and it's been the perfect uh, addition to my HVAC plan because it really makes this space comfortable. I've seen those units mounted before, but usually they're mounted up high. Can they be mounted yeah. down low? You know, I believe they can, but the higher the better, especially for the cold air, so it falls. But there's only like two and a half feet of solid piece down below. The rest of it's all window. Well, what about the wall against the house where the ducts come through? Um, that's the point. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, see, it doesn't have to be on the exterior wall. It okay. Can, and in fact, you would want to have it on the interior wall against the house where the ducts come through mounted up high. And you'll be amazed at how comfortable that space will be. The website, again, is constantcomfort.com. You can check out the Fujitsu's there. And they also have an energy efficiency calculator so you can figure out you know, pretty much how much energy you save. The problem is that we build these spaces and we add them onto our house. We try to extend the heating and cooling systems. And it just puts too much pressure on the system. Yeah, it's just not enough. Okay, very good. That answers my question, Ian. All right, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Well, there's no doubt that heating and cooling our home is one of the biggest expenses of owning that home. Now, however, there's a new system on the market that provides heating, central air conditioning, and hot water at over four times the efficiency of any other furnace on the market. Yeah, it's called Dandelion Energy, and it uses cutting-edge geothermal technology to pretty much harness the Earth's warm temperature and it'll safely and reliably heat your home using that power. It does it also without relying on traditional expensive heating fuels like oil or propane. 
Now, homeowners who make the switch to geothermal heating will save on average $2,250 per year. I mean, that's a lot of savings. Now, the system is going to pay for itself in three to seven years, and it has a lifetime of 25 years, so it can really be an affordable way to cut your heating oil or your propane bills. Yeah, it's a very cool concept. I mean, it's really heating and cooling reimagined because it's clean, it's quiet, it's safe. And it's also nice that you're going to be sort of energy independent. You're never going to have to wait on heating oil deliveries or propane deliveries ever again. You pretty much own your own heating and cooling. If you'd like to learn more about this technology, head on over to dandelionenergy.com slash money pit. That's dandelionenergy.com forward slash money pit. All right. Now I've got Trish in New Jersey on the line. Who's got a remodeling question. What are you working on? I have a wall that goes between the kitchen and there's a set of steps that go down to the basement. Okay. My question is that it's also a bearing wall. Is it worth it for me to go through the expense of taking this wall out? And then what do I do about the, when you take the wall out, it's going to drop down to the basement step right there. Right. So, okay, it's a big project, Trish, really big project. Because when you take a wall out like that, you have to reinforce all of the structure above it first. And if, as you build the reinforcement, then you take the wall out, you reassemble it with different types of structural members like laminated beams, for example, that, that run that span and allow you to have that sort of open space. Now, you, you raise another good question, like, okay, what happens to the basement stair? Well, obviously, you're going to need a railing there. So it's a really big project. I don't know if that's going to be worth it for you in terms of what you're going to get out of this. What are you trying to achieve from a design perspective? Um, to have an open concept, and here's another idea. There is another wall that goes between the kitchen and the dining room. And that's just a small wall because there's a doorway there. You know, Trish, there are some other ways that you can actually make the rooms feel larger. You know, considering I don't know the exact floor plan or, you know, the situation of the space. But if you've got some windows in, say, your dining room on the wall opposite it, why not put a really large mirror over perhaps, you know, a service area or some sort of great storage cabinet? Because the mirror will sort of help bounce the light around and open up the space and make it feel larger. You know, using paint color tricks where you slightly change one wall color to a lighter hue in the same family can make the space feel larger as well. Mirrors really are a huge help. I'm not talking about mirroring an entire wall, but I am talking about perhaps, you know, some strategically placed really decorative mirrors will do the trick as well. Um, You know, these are all ways furniture layout, if you can sort of keep the flow more open to encourage, you know, a a good pass through that can help make the space feel larger as well. So there are ways without taking on major construction projects. That'll make it look so much bigger. Trish, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Time to talk to Philip in Rhode Island about a roofing question. What can we do for you? Well, in in Rhode Island, in my neighborhood in Jamestown, there's a lot of beautiful red cedar shingled houses. And mm-hmm. I just I just put brand new red cedar shingles on my house and my roof. I noticed some of the houses age beautifully. Like when I what I mean beautifully is they age darker red and sometimes little bits of black or streaks of black and red and deep, deep red. And um, some of them don't age that way. It's like, and I'm, I'm just wondering if you guys know anything about how to get them to age the way I want them to. I don't want them to age light. I want them to age darker, red. Yeah, we don't always get to choose how we age, right? And that applies to our shingles as well. So when you choose red cedar, um, that gets darker over time, and it will turn to a, a, a very 
dark gray, typically, as it's exposed to sunlight. I mean, I guess it's possible that you could apply a stain to the cedar shingles, even though they're roofing shingles, but most people don't do that. So what we typically get calls about when it comes to cedar is how to not to how, how to prevent them from getting darker. And one way to do that is to replace the vent across the ridge of the roof. Or if you don't have a vent there, you can essentially do the same thing with a strip of copper. If you were to overlay the peak of the roof with say, a 12-inch wide strip of copper, so half goes on one side, half goes on the other. What happens is as rainwater strikes that, it releases some of the copper, and that acts as a mild mildicide and helps to keep the roof shingles clean and prevents algae growth. Oh, but it, so then they wouldn't, they wouldn't age dark, they'd stay lighter. It would be less likely to get as dark, and they certainly wouldn't grow in algae. You, perhaps you may have noticed that sometimes when you look at houses, especially around chimneys that have metal flashing, you'll see bright streaks at the bottom of the chimney. That's for the same reason. What happens is that metal flashing releases some of its copper and then cleans that area under the chimney. That's why it gets streaky there. But if you do it across the whole peak of the roof, then it will sort of clean evenly. It'll clean evenly. But I'm looking for that age to look the kind of the dark, the darker shingle age look, the darker color. Um, and I guess it's just up to Mother Nature is what you're saying. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. It really is. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks very much, you guys. You're welcome. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Up next, there's a new light switch out by GE that we're going to tell you about. It's got the ability to make any bulb in your house smart with lots of very cool features. We're going to have the details after this. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. Money Pit. The Money Pit. 
Money Pit is presented by HomeAdvisor.com. Whether it's minor repairs or major remodels, leave it to HomeAdvisor to do the work. Check out HomeAdvisor.com. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Well, updating your lighting to add more features or automation typically involves a lot of electrical work or the installation of more equipment like smart home hubs. But now GE has developed a switch that can make any bulb in your house smart without all that extra equipment or expense. With us to explain is Mason Hall, a product manager for C by GE. Welcome, Mason. Thanks, Tom and Leslie. Appreciate you having me on. This sounds pretty cool, but before we get too much into the new switch, tell us about the C by GE line because it's a platform you guys have had for a while that's uh, now going through an extension, right? Yeah, absolutely. Around two years ago, we started with some smart bulbs, soft white and then a tunable white uh, smart bulb. Since then, we've been able to to add uh, a significant number of new devices to our portfolio. And, and what we're really excited about is uh, we're tripling the portfolio here in, in 2019. And, um, and a lot of that comes with the introduction of our smart switches. So we're building on top of this foundation of smart bulbs and bringing in smart switches to, uh, to really serve service a bunch of different use cases for the homeowner. Now, in many cases, uh, when you're talking about a smart home platform, all the parts are designed to kind of work within the same line. One thing that's unique about the smart switch that you guys have just come out with is it works with any bulb in your house in addition to the C by GE bulbs you mentioned earlier, right? Yeah, that's right. So just like a, uh, I would say every other smart switch in the market today, uh, we work with traditional bulbs. So making a traditional bulb like an LED or uh, or even a, um, a standard uh, incandescent decorative bulb, you can make that smart, right? So it's a very cost-effective way to transform your home into a uh, a smart lighting uh, home. But in addition to that, we also, uh, our product works with C by GE smart bulbs, which we think is a really cool and powerful uh, capability for uh, for smart switches. So an example would be if a user has a color bulb, a C by GE color bulb, and they love controlling color in their ceiling from an R30, they can keep that bulb in the ceiling. And where a, a normal switch, if you turn the power off at the at the switch, you've killed the smarts now in your, in your ceiling with that, that color bulb, not our switch. You add our switch to the mix, uh, you're able to control that color bulb. When you turn off the switch, you can still come back and control that uh, that bulb via the app or via your voice assistant. So something we're really, really proud of and uh, excited about introducing this year. Now, you also have eliminated the need for a smart hub by creating the switch where everything is really built into that switch. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. You know, we, we constantly hear this from uh, from consumers. Uh, people don't like hubs. You know, most people are aware not every product works together, and there's no perfect solution from a hub standpoint. We've looked at our portfolio, and we feel very strongly about a, a hub-free product. So with our switches, our smart switches, they are both uh, Wi-Fi products, and they have our BLE capability inside. So the, the benefit there is you don't need to purchase another device. You purchase that smart switch, you can put it in your wall, and you're up and running with all of the awesome capabilities. Let's talk about some of the control that you'll have with that. You can set lighting schedules. You can control it also with your voice. It connects with the Google Home Assistant, or you can even control it when you're away from home, and all that technology is part of the platform? It's all included, yeah. So um, building off on that that hub-free capability we just talked about, um, because you're buying a smart switch that has that hub-free capability, it can simply connect to Alexa or Google. And then also in early 2019, we're adding HomeKit compatibility 
to the mix. So, uh, so we're really looking across the three major voice assistants, and our product will be compatible with all three of those voice assistants. So we're allowing the user that they don't need to, to make trade-offs, right? So if they, if they have a home that accommodates either one of those, they can purchase the C by G product and have confidence. And then with that, all the other capabilities that you mentioned, uh, people really value the set it and forget it capabilities of scheduling. So, uh, so we felt strongly in, in making that a simple, easy-to-use experience that you can, when you're in your home, set a schedule, or if you're away on vacation and you forget to set your schedule, you can simply connect to your, your app, the C by GE app, and uh, set a schedule while you're on vacation, that your lights come on in the morning and, uh, and turn off in the, in the evening. You know, I've got to say, I really love the motion sensing technology that's built into it. So many times I'm carrying things like laundry baskets or kid toys or whatever up and down the stairs and entering into rooms. And that motion sensing capability is truly a lifesaver. You nailed the primary use case there, right? People are getting busier in their days. And uh, especially, you know, that use case of when a user comes home or if they're doing something right, they don't want to have to worry about turning the lights on and off uh, the, the traditional way. Way, right, so we built a product. We actually uh, we have, actually have a second product that um, we introduced. So it's an in-wall dimmer switch, and we added in motion sensing capability. So the the, the beauty is, is you can install it in any room of your house, just like a normal. Uh, in-wall dimmer switch, and you have a full hands-free experience. Something else we did we think is going to be a powerful consideration for the consumer is we added an ambient light detector with that motion sensor. And and really, they work in synchrony with each other. So the the use case you you can think of is when you walk in your room, you want the lights to come on, but you really only want them to come on when there's not enough natural light. Right, so then the lights are going to come on, bringing up the uh, the room level uh, to the right uh, lighting level. But if you do have enough natural light in your room, that ambient light detector will actually sense that there's enough natural light, and it won't trigger the motion sensor. It's a powerful use case as homes become more and more automated in the future. We're talking to Mason Hall. He's the product manager for control devices and software about GE's new smart switch. That's part of the C by GE line. It can make any bulb in your house smart. Lots of capabilities, very simple to install. I see no reason why you wouldn't want to pick up one of these right away and uh, and get started with it. Nice thing about these lines, too, is you could start small. You could start with just a couple of bulbs and, and a switch and, and build it out over time as you get accustomed to it and start to enjoy all the capabilities, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. As the industry uh, reaches into more of the mass market, right, we're getting out of just early adopters uh, buying products. We really want people to buy one and experiment with it because we, we, we find if you buy one, you're going to find aspects of it that you like, and then you can build out your system from there. That's why we look across smart switches and smart bulbs being able to work together as an overall platform and really provide unique capabilities to the user. So we do feel strongly about um, that ability to buy one and build your system as the user wants to build their system. The system's called C by GE. You can learn more at that website, cbyge.com. Mason Hall, thank you so much for stopping by the Money Pit with info on this brand new smart switch line from GE. Thanks, Tom and Leslie. It's been a pleasure. Up next, hardwood floors are one of the most desirable floors around for both durability and the value that they add to a home. But those finishes do wear and will need to be replaced, and that can be a big project that might be best left to a pro. We're going to have some tips on how to best get that project done in today's Pro Project, presented by HomeAdvisor.com, next. You live in a body pit. 
Good Homes Better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Floorboards to shingles, gazebos to garages. Call us now with your home improvement question at 888-MONEY-PIT, presented by Home Advisor, where you'll find top-rated home service pros and book appointments online all for free. All right, give us a call. Let us know what you were working on or what you're planning on working on because we are here to give a hand and we are just about to be in the middle of the spring season. I know it's just starting, but in my mind, I'm like, fast forward and like, give me summer. I want things to be green and pretty. Believe me, I love winter, but I am ready for the spring and I am so ready that I want to help everybody else get ready. We are giving away a great spring cleaning tool to one lucky listener. We've got up for grabs the Greenworks 1800 PSI electric pressure washer. It's got a 13 amp motor and it's going to deliver 1.1 gallons of water a minute. You can clean so much with that. Comes with five quick connect nozzles, including the turbo nozzle. I mean, it's really fantastic for cleaning just a wide range of things on the exterior of the home and all around the property and your neighbor's house and the people down the block. Because believe me, with a pressure washer, you start. And you just want to keep on going. Check it out. You can find it at Lowe's Home Improvement Store locally, or you can go to their website to see it in person. It's 169 bucks. It's the Greenworks 1800 PSI electric pressure washer going to one lucky listener drawn at random. Make that you. Give us a call right now at 1-888-MONEY-PIT. Susan in Texas, you've got the Money Pit. How can we help you today? Okay. My house is approximately 100 years old, and it's pretty much been redone, uh, but I was taking some sheetrock off one of the walls in one of the rooms, and I know that all my walls behind the sheetrock on the walls and ceiling are one by sixes, very close together. And so I was thinking about taking the sheetrock off, I guess staining or doing something with the one by sixes. But I want to know how you feel the cracks, you know, where the one by sixes join each other. They're small cracks. So the one by sixes, are they on top of like plaster or something like that? It sounds like there were furring strips that were put in place to hold the sheetrock. Is that correct? Uh, no. Uh, behind the sheetrock, the one by sixes, and then on top of that one by sixes is old tiny wallpaper. Oh, okay. So this is the original walls of the house. All right. Interesting. Yes. So you wouldn't seal the cracks. You would basically celebrate the cracks. You're not going to hide them. So... Uh, what, what would you like to do with the one by? Do you want to paint it or stain it or what? I want to stain it. I want natural wood. Okay. So you've got a big sanding project in front of you, but you can do it. You know, you're going to have to use a pretty coarse sandpaper to cut through whatever's there. Uh, you're going to have to sand them down, and then you can seal that wood, and you can stain it, and you can put a, a, a varnish on it or a urethane on it. I wouldn't use anything with much of a sheen to it. I'd probably use flat or semi-gloss. You can stain it, but then you can use a flat polyurethane. It has no sheen to it. Okay, well, thank you. All right, well, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, hardwood floors are a real benefit to any home. They add beauty, durability, and value when it comes time to sell. But they do need to be refinished from time to time, and that's a project you might want to consider hiring a pro to accomplish. We've got tips on how to best get that project done in today's Pro Project, presented by HomeAdvisor.com. All right, but first, how do you know if your floors do need to be replaced? Well, there's actually a simple test. Here's what you do. Go to a high-traffic area where the finish takes a lot of abuse and pour a tablespoon of water onto the floor and watch what happens. If it forms a bead, the floor is properly sealed. If the water takes a few minutes to seep in and only kind of darkens the floor slightly, the finish is partially worn and probably should be redone soon. But if it soaks right in and leaves a dark spot, it's gone. Got to be replaced. 
Now, if you do have to refinish the floor, it's a pretty big job. And while you might be able to do it yourself, it's probably not one that you actually want to do yourself. Now, the process starts with removing that old finish off the floor. And that's one area we constantly see well-meaning DIYers get themselves in a jam. Now, pros are going to use floor sanders for that part of the project. And even if you were to rent one, it does take a lot of practice to get those skills to use it correctly. And if you have one slip up, that means you're going to be staring at a deep, ugly gouge for all of those days that you are left with that floor in that house. And that's truly just not worth it. Now, aside from sanding the floor, refinishing it after it's sanded is a pretty big job that's got to be done right. If you're restaining the floor, the color you see in the store is rarely the color you're going to see when you apply it to your floor. You know, the age of the floor, if you combine it with the old finish, that absorption rate is going to vary. And a pro is going to know how to apply that stain to keep everything looking nice and even as opposed to like ugly and blotchy. Plus, the finishes that pros apply are often much tougher than what you might find in a home center or a paint store. They dry quickly and they get you back into your newly refinished rooms as fast as possible. And that's today's pro project presented by HomeAdvisor.com. With HomeAdvisor, you can get matched with top-rated home service pros in your area, read verified reviews, and book appointments online all for free. No matter the type of job, HomeAdvisor makes it fast and easy to hire the best local pros. Just ahead is building a patio on your to-do list this spring. We're going to have the step-by-steps to help you get that done right after this. Live in a body pit. That is presented by HomeAdvisor.com. You'll never have to worry about overpaying for a job. Just use their true cost guide to see what others paid for similar projects. Then get matched to top-rated pros, free reviews, get quotes, and book appointments. All for free at HomeAdvisor.com. Making good homes better, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. We're here to help you with your home improvement projects, your remodeling jobs, your do-it-yourself dilemmas. Whether it's decor or repair, new construction, give us a call at 888-MONEY-PIT, presented by HomeAdvisor, where you can get instantly matched with top-rated pros for any home project and book appointments online, all for free. You can also reach out to us at moneypit.com and post your questions in the community section, just like Tim in New Jersey did. Now, Tim writes, I recently inherited a house that's not been occupied in over five years. Electricity is questionable in two of the rooms, and I'm not sure about HVAC, and there's been water in the basement. Floors, walls, ceilings look good, but the roof has three layers on it. Should I try to repair it or get rid of it as is? It's never a bad thing when you inherit a house, even if it is a real-life money pit, Tim. Another things you mention are insurmountable. If the basic foundation and framing and roof are intact, everything else is fixable. Now, even though these things can be fixed, it's a question of economics and skills and time. If the projects aren't too much for you, you could consider selling the home as is. But don't give it away. The problems you mentioned are entirely repairable and for far less than the value of that home. Even that wet basement is an easy repair. We'll walk you through the step-by-step to fix it on moneypit.com. All right, good luck with that. Well, if building a patio is on your to-do list for spring, we've got some tricks of the trade for that project to help you get it done a lot easier. Leslie's got those details in today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. Leslie, patios, decks, all very popular outdoor living projects for spring, right? Uh, yeah, because you want to be on them when it's summertime. <laughs> 
So now's the perfect time to do them. You know, if you are planning to create that relaxing paver brick patio space to enjoy all that summer sunshine, we are here to tell you that this is a definite DIY capable project. And we've got some tips here that are going to help you do just that. First of all, in the realm of DIY patio possibilities, brick, natural stone, cement pavers, those are the main paving choices that you should be thinking of for the material. Now, all three varieties are installed into sand with a regularly shaped natural stone being the biggest challenge to work with, as that's more like assembling a giant jigsaw puzzle on the outside space. So you got to think about what you really want to have it look like, and that will determine which of those materials you pick and how you piece them together and the layout. So there is a puzzle part to all of those pieces there, but it's a matter of which ones you choose, how they join together, what shape you pick, what pattern you pick, and then you go forward. But first, you've got to figure out the layout. You need to access the space that you're slating for placement and planning because you have to have necessary drainage. Now, a good trick of the trade in the yard here is to use a rope and outline the shape of this patio that you want. Then you can even go ahead and set some furniture up inside that roped off area. Make sure you've got enough space. Make sure the layout is good. Make sure it's user friendly. Can you come and go from the right spaces? That's going to give you a lot of flexibility at that point before you've actually started laying the pavers. And then it's more difficult to rethink its process. Now, the most common paver patio mistake comes from not properly prepping that base. You want to take your time, properly excavate the area, level the soil, and then line the patio area for long-lasting trip-proof results. That's going to create a barrier from weeds growing through. It's a matter of layers here, guys, and if you don't do it right, it's never going to last. Once you've done that, you can add in the patio bricks. That's the fun part. Pick shapes, pick patterns, pick anything you want, make it look gorgeous. And trust me, come Memorial Day weekend, you're going to be out on that patio and you are going to be so happy. And we're coming over. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. Coming up next time on the program, garage doors are one of the best investments you can make if you buy the right one. We'll have some tips to help you pick out the right garage door in the very next edition of the Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Alone.